And now, here's this episode of the Elevating IT Podcast, sponsored by Audit. Happy Friday. It is the Elevating IT Podcast recorded live. And this episode, I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm, I'm calling an audible. I'm calling this audible. The audible version of, of the podcast. Here, what I'm going to do is share an article uh, called Close the Deal with Your Next Sales Presentation. It's written by our founder, the founder and CEO of Audit, Frank Benedetto. And so I was, what, what prompted me to do this? So I'm, I'm going to basically stick with me here because I'm going to share this. There's a lot of people who listen to the podcast, the audio version of the podcast, or consume our content through video. And maybe they don't read the things that we do, but they listen, right? Or, and I know there's people who read the stuff we do, you know, they'll, they'll open emails and read the text email uh, or, download PDFs, download uh, all sorts of things that we, we publish, but they don't listen or they don't, they don't do any one thing. And, and that's important. I'm going to share a little bit of the marketing reason for this, because after all, I'm a marketing person, even though if you're familiar with me from audit, my title on audit is director of sales and marketing. Uh, but really I'm, I'm the marketing person. Uh, my, my role has shifted as we've grown. You know, we now have a full-time salesperson who runs our run, runs all things sales? Uh, so I don't, I don't actually do a lot of the sales anymore. You know, I back him up, uh, but as a marketer, um, I am very sales centric, and I'm always and, and here's here's the thing about um, marketing that's that's interesting to me. A lot of people who are marketers, you know, think of themselves as a marketer. As a marketer, I've always thought of myself as a person who's here to sell as well, uh, even when I was doing straight marketing. And, and my marketing experience really started when I owned my own business, a small, small, small business. I had a partner and it was just me and him in the business. And I was the one, he was the one doing all the production work of the business. I was doing all the sales and marketing work in the business. That was my role. I was you know, I had to do the marketing and the sales. So I learned very quickly how to, uh, how to do the marketing, how to do the sales. But I, I, I grew up in the, as a marketer, I kind of grew up as you, you do marketing to make a sale. Right. And, uh, for those of you out there doing marketing, marketing has changed a lot since, or at least online marketing or, or, you know, the kind of it changes all the time. Digital changes all the time. So, um, but it, it also stays the same. I, I don't know if that makes sense, but it's, it is Friday. It's four 30 on Friday and it's getting late. So um, here's the deal. If you're in marketing, your job is not to just send emails, manage the website, post to social. Your job is to build demand for your company that attracts eyeballs that then turn into appointments that then buy. That's the goal of every marketer. And, and if you're marketing in a big company, you know, I think we, we can lose sight of that. Uh, I'm a part of a, 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 you know, we're still a small company, but I'm part of a bigger picture. Now. I'm not the only person in the company, 
when I started, I was the only person and, you know, I had to make sure everything worked to make a sale. So I approached marketing, always approached marketing from how do I make a sale? And I think that's missing in, in marketing, especially when you get into more, you know, again, larger companies that are very, uh, where, where people's jobs are, are one thing, you know, some companies, all they do, maybe that person does is, is manage the website and you can kind of lose sight of the fact that, well, we're, we're part of the sales machine. So, um, it's really important to remember that as you know, if you are the marketing person in your company or you're the CEO in the company who is in charge of everything, you're doing it all. Uh, marketing has to attract those eyeballs that turn into appointments that turn into sales. So you always have to come to marketing from a sales centric perspective. You always have to think about how am I going to make the cash register ring? So really important. And, and I just wanted to, yeah, you know, I'm setting the stage for here why I'm sharing this. Um, recently, Frank, our founder, as I said in the beginning, he wrote an article for MSP Success Magazine that they asked him to write, and he it, it was just published this month. Now, as a marketer, I know that not everybody's going to read that article, no matter what I do. Some people just aren't interested in actually sitting down and reading a long article. Quite frankly, I'm one of those people like I, I wouldn't read a magazine article, but I would listen to it in a podcast like it takes me and it's funny because, you know, I was practicing this idea. I'm going to actually read it for you. So this is going to be story time in a minute. I'm going to actually read this article. But if you're if you're a listener of the podcast, you're going to appreciate this because you might never consume that piece of content without hearing it here. And I'm telling you this because I, I want you to understand you can do this for your business as well. Thinking through how can I get in front of the most people, get the most bang for my buck for one piece of content, you know, making that one thing that you did go much further. So for me, as the marketer for audit, I want to make sure everybody has the opportunity to engage with this, this content right, that Frank created, because it's a really great piece. I think everybody should read it. And it's great for our company, because if you if a prospect to our company reads this, they're going to maybe be interested in learning more, right. And then that turns into an opt in, they get on our list, and then I can email them and invite them to demo. And then they come on the demo, and they become a customer. That's the way that works. And, uh, you know, I want to make sure that I'm doing everything I can to turn this one piece into many pieces. That's always how I, I approach uh, content that I do. How can I take one piece of content, turn it into a bunch? And, and for example, this video that I'm creating is a live recording. I'm, rec I'm streaming live on YouTube, on LinkedIn, on Facebook. So people who just watch videos on, um, you know, live videos, there are people who will you know, not consume content any other way, but on, on this live video, this is my opportunity to get in front of those people. Now it's also going to live on YouTube and it'll be there in perpetuity, right? So people can, who, who are like to search on things on YouTube, maybe find this, uh, people who consume content later can find this. So that's two ways to get to the same thing right now. It's becoming a a podcast that is recorded, an audio-only podcast that only the podcast listeners may listen to, right? I can 
cut this and and that's exactly what i'll do i'll cut this up into chunks that make sense right there's pieces of any piece of content anytime i get on video or have guests or any of the people in our company do webinars or broadcasts i can take that long piece of content and cut it up into little chunks i can turn video content into written content i can turn it into images that go out on instagram for example or on other social networks that are image friendly and just tons and tons of ways you can do the same thing with uh, you know you can take the same thing you can take the one thing you did and use it in a bunch of different ways so that's why i'm doing what i'm doing so with that said i want to share uh, this article for the folks who may not read it uh, again, the article was written in MSP Success Magazine. It was released, and you can find this. It was the April-May edition, so if you want to read it, uh, go ahead and read it. If you want to just kind of hear it, cozy up with uh, with your ear. And this is for the, the folks who are watching. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking tea right now, but it's going to switch to something else soon. It's Friday afternoon, so it'll probably be a nice glass of wine or, or a beer. Uh, but cozy up with whatever you would like and just listen along. So here's the here's the content for today. The news is good for MSPs. More SMBs are turning to MSPs to manage their IT environments. There's plenty of business to go around, yet bringing in new clients is typically not the easiest job for an MSP. The reason for this, in addition to juggling multiple responsibilities, is that most owners have a technical background. 75% of MSPs are founded by a technician. Others might be aware of the importance of a dedicated sales and marketing person, but don't have time or expertise to build the team. Now, sales is lifeblood, blood, the lifeblood of any organization. It doesn't matter if you're, you are the salesperson, the sales manager, or the owner wearing all the hats. As technicians, most MSPs will sell out of necessity and then retreat back to the safety and comfort of working in the business. Some are going to grow their MSP and eventually hire a sales team, but many will continue to follow an owner-led sales process with little more than trial and error to rely on. The majority of MSPs name sales as their number one challenge, but it doesn't have to be this way. Common misconception among MSPs is that new sales are tied to new customers. However, it is 11 times easier to locate opportunities and sell into their existing customer base. Analyzing what services your clients might be missing can help you grow your business and increase profits. But first, you'll need to ace your sales presentation. Think about this scenario. You go to buy a car and the experience at the dealership goes something like this. You take it for a test drive, and now you can see yourself driving it in the future. You want that car because the experience appeals to your emotions, and you can see what success will look like. The same is true with technology. What would happen if the car salesperson handed you a price sheet breaking down costs for things like the engine, brakes, upholstery, etc.? You'd be confused, right? And you'd be left to buy based on the universal default, which is price. That's why many in the tech world, that's what many in the tech world do. They provide a price list, which is a proposal or a quote, and they completely remove emotion from that buying process. 
Here's where a successful sales tool like audit comes into play. First, it shows the prospect a summary that encapsulates where they are today and makes them want more. Next, it makes the quantitative and qualitative by providing a score. Next, it makes it quantitative and qualitative by providing a score. On a scale of one to 100, maybe they scored a 32. That's a failing score, right? This allows you to anchor where they are today and they're gonna understand it right away. Buckle up because here comes the test drive. And then this opens up a conversation about what the customer may be lacking and how you can help. Rather than giving them a proposal, you're giving them a sales presentation. Summary statements help you get down to the bottom line for each of those audit items that you discuss. And instead of having you go through 17 pages of data, you can easily provide a high level summary complete with infographics for up to 36 point assessment. Simplicity combined with emotion leads to sales. Now, you may be saying sounds great, but I don't have time to put together presentations. Well, we get it and we solve this problem for you. It takes about four to six hours to create a presentation when you're pulling them from different areas. And it's not unusual for it to change by customer. No one has time for that, especially MSPs busy running their business with, with uh, now with audit, you can assemble a sales presentation in about 30 minutes. Instead of having multiple people working for weeks to close a deal, you can pull together a compelling presentation with one person in less than an hour. Here's another scenario. The doctor sends you to get an MRI. When you get back, the physician doesn't pull out the imaging study and go through the whole thing with you. Instead, you get the end result. You have a torn ACL. As a technician, we want to prove how smart we are to customers. But this presentation tool forces you to be like a doctor and identify where your customer is with easy to understand red, yellow, and green boxes. Now, say the client has some type of dark web monitoring solution. They'll see a green on their business review for this area. But if they don't have it and compromised credentials are identified, they'll see red. And you can, you can even create your own parameters and the system will remember them. So here's why you need a solution like this. There has been an acceleration in the industry because of the pandemic, a surge in SMBs seeking MSPs to help them run IT as they move to the cloud and continue to embrace a hybrid work environment. MSPs must be able to sell to prospects and customers. And if you're not good at it, you won't be able to educate them about making a good buying decision about products they desperately need. So as an MSP, you have an obligation to be able to sell. If you're not selling, you're doing SMBs a disservice as well as you're doing your own, yourself a disservice and they lose, you lose, everybody loses. Sales present, presentation tool like audit allows you to effectively sell while showcasing your value to clients. It also gives you a leg up over the competition. Now, while other MSPs may be offering price sheets to score new business, you'll be getting much deeper by helping customers truly understand what's going on in their IT environment, making you a true partner to them. Research shows that with a presentation system like this, 50% of customers will buy now and about 30% will buy later. Whether you're cross-selling, upselling, or going after new customers, this tool will improve your closing ratio, increase your monthly recurring revenue, MRR, and decrease the amount of time required to do these things.
All right. So that's the article. Thank you for listening. I wanted to make sure to share that with you so that if you don't consume your content through reading it, uh, you'd be able to consume it here on this live stream and on the podcast audio episode. And just checking to see if there's comments out on the live. There are not because I, of course, didn't promote that I was going live. I just kind of did this impromptu. So I do thank you for tuning in to this live. I thank you for listening to the podcast. And until next time, keep on elevating IT.